here. Let's start LIW John Carpenter review. Oh, we have four people now. Um, who wants to do yeah, drums? Right. Frank, drums? Oh. Um, no, mouth. We're doing, we're doing acapella. Oh. Um, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> drums. Not. We're not doing. This we're not. Box. We're not in the, the the streets of Baltimore. We're not doing a fucking uh, beatboxing song. I mean, I uh, can get a drum. Who wants to do bass? Adam or or Dick here? Okay, uh, Dick, you want to do? Uh, you can be guitar. It's Christine on LW Jack Hubbard to review. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no. Frank can't take that visual sound, cues. It sounded nothing like a John Carpenter soundtrack. It didn't have to. It's it's a theme song because I don't have one for the show, and I never will. Oh, okay. I will never it's, have a theme fine. song. This is what we're doing now. I decided two weeks that's, ago. That's fine. <laughs> I kept you guys in perfect rhythm and harmony. Good job, everybody. You did okay. Yeah, it, it was, was, it was okay. Remember, I used to do air <laughs> bass all the time. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just copying Gypsy from MST. <laughs> Every time I do Eric Dart, uh, Phoenix, much, I, was, I, was I was just following off. I'm sorry. Air Bass. Yeah. Air Bass. I was just following off of Adam and I just went with him. Okay. Bill's gonna show you a thing or two. This is the first movie that doesn't have a typical, John Carpenter heavy soundtrack. Typical honestly. blues riff. Um, yeah, you're right. John you're right. Carpenter's Dick. music in this movie was phenomenal. It's it's not. It wasn't the, his. The opening, the opening credits is the sound of an engine, which I thought was really cool. Yep. I like it's, that. It's oldies. Yeah. We're talking about Christine today from 1983 for episode four of LAW John Carpenter Review. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox. Dick ticket. Nope. Frank Legs. You guys still fucked it up. Clockwise. How does the clock work, guys? Does it go whoop, 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 randomly over there? It does. Yeah, see, <laughs> Steve, Phoenix would be 11, Adam would be 2, I'd be 5, and Dick would be like 7 You know what's playing on my TV in the background right now? Blade Trinity. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. Mine too. The worst. Um, Ooh, it's not good. Christine. We're talking about Christine today, guys. Yeah, Adam yeah. picked Good this movie. Up. No, Frank picked this, actually. I think it's because it stars a do-do-do-do. Um, and that's why we did that. Frank talks there about... no fighter jet in this movie. No, no. That's my... Anytime you mention any sort of vehicle or vehicle from you from Teha, I'm going to do the do-do-do-do noise. Okay. Because why not? In the last episode, you brought out your IndyCar thing and you're showing it. I said do-do-do-do. I haven't done that in a year. That's that's my making fun of Frank noise, showing his little toys out, going. I have so many. That's what that noise is. I don't have them here. but you look like a little kid when you pull out. It's got a it's got a V eight. You can see it and look in there. Adam got some chips ahoy over there apparently. What do you have? You lucky son of a bitch. Is anybody <laughs> else having problem downloading Big Sur on their laptop or their MacBook? Am I the only one? Big Sur? Is that a gay dating site for larger no, gay men? It's the name <laughs> of the new fucking operating system. No, it's called Big Sur or Big Surf? 
Big Sur like the tallest mountain in the world? Okay, that makes more sense because all the other ones are mountains. L- leave it till Apple to Sierra. come up with some dumb shit. For yeah. their well, oh, okay, it's, it's not the tallest mountain in the world. It's the it's the hardest mountain to climb in the world. No one has ever done it in history. I did. I don't have my yeah. Apple on the day. As you notice, my, my Apple is my background computer, just there for logos, and I, I didn't even bother today. Because why? I don't want to turn it on. When it turns on. You never know. It. it might become self-aware and fucking try to murder everybody in you your want, household. Do you want to sell it? Does anybody no? Does anybody want to do the introduction to the movie, like base broad strokes? Well, I do this. Frank, you chose it. Go right ahead. Okay, so basically, the the broad strokes to this movie is you got the biggest dork in freaking high school, right? Just starting freshman, you know, it's his first day as a freshman. He's got his joke. They're seniors. Yeah, no, they're not. They're seniors. I just watched it. They're, like, they're seniors. They talk about when they're, they're going to go to college next year. They're starting senior year. Yeah. Remember, he goes, we should go to the next college next year. It's the first day of school. With that girl okay. that you think are attractive, okay. but I don't. They're talking okay. about fucking. They're seniors. Oh, the chick he went after was a freshman. No, sophomore. No, sophomore. <laughs> it's a line of dialogue. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, everybody. I'm reminded of the movie Patterns last night. When's the last time you watched Christine, Frank? Is it more last than a year night. ago? Last night. I'm going to ask you one more time. Honesty filter on, Frank. I can show you my rental. Okay. Music. No, that's fine. Uh, if, you, if you're saying last Amazon night, Prime. you didn't it pay was attention. Amazon Prime. I watched it last night while I was uh, building the David Gilmore guitar that I sold. I just have to put the filter on if it's Frank watching the movie. Okay, we're good. Yeah, I, I seen it last night. Seriously. Okay. So continue with the, the broad strokes. It's about a clown that eats kids every 37 <laughs> years. It's 27. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Derailed. All right, Frank, continue. Right on. So there's a captain, a number two, and then a guy with a thing going like this way, and then there's an android, and they fly around. It, it, oh, wrong movie. Chris, Christine. My yeah, bad. No, it's fine. Christine and Star Wars are so close no, together. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Due to the news and all. Track, I mean. We're yeah. talking about, yeah, Christine. Okay. So anyway, so basically you got, for some reason, the most popular fucker in school drives around the least popular fucker in school. They're best friends, but they just happen to be best friends since, like, they were, like, two. It feels like uh, a charity case. No, it felt like they were, like, like really close from a long, long They have nothing in common. It's a charity case. No, I thought he genuinely likes him, though. No, he he's, does, he's, but... He's he's dry, he drives Cunningham around so that he doesn't yeah. have to feel like a complete asshole. And he steps up no, I, I would say he's actually a decent guy. I, yeah, I knew I people agree. like that in high school. They would have one charity case just so they could feel better about themselves. That's what well, this guy see, is. I was that guy, and I... I didn't need a charity case because I was a, I was the homecoming king in my fucking high school. I did need a charity case because I remember this like really cool guy would always hang out with me. And so, Why would I need a charity case in that case? Because... I had him, so I made sure I always had the drugs, so that I was the cool guy. Exactly. I I was the popular guy. Does anybody still think of high school at all in their thirties? 
I have so many dreams of high school friends where I'm like, I haven't talked to that guy in 20 That's years. Not true, by the way. I didn't sell drugs. I have dreams where I'm like, you I'm did. still going for math class sometimes, and I hate them. It's like, oh, I need to do my fucking homework. I, I got to do my homework. No, it's that dream where you know that you were supposed to turn something in. Yeah, and you forgot yeah. to do it. I forgot, that, yeah. I, that, that fucking horror, like, oh, that's due today? Oh, yeah. fuck. Because that happens to me every never, day. That has never happened to me, but it happens in my dreams. Uh, I, I was a horrible student. I was terrible. I, yeah, like, I didn't do 90% of homework. And no, I, I didn't. It. No. When I was in high school, I did... Forty percent of anything. But yeah, you forgot the whole opening sequence, though, of them opening up on the factory floor uh, of in nineteen fifties. Oh, yeah. Fifty-seven. Yeah. Now, fifty-seven. I related to this because bad to the bone, bad to the bone. And he's like, "God damn, she's red and shit. All the rest are white, but she's red and shit." So he gets in there with his cigar. He sits on the plastic and he ashes on. Go ahead. I hate George Thurgood so much. <laughs> it's a very overplayed song. Two whiskeys, one shot, one beer. Fuck that guy. Anyway, Frank, continue. Ashes. The guitar. He believes in you. <laughs> I said I hate him. I don't care if he believes in me. I don't believe in myself. You're just mad because you're not as cool as George Thurgood. When I saw George Thurgood on a show with Rob Zombie on VH1. Oh, there you go. Where, that explains everything. Where, where they talked about like music, and he didn't understand the topics because <laughs> it was like, who's the bad, like the craziest guy in in like they're talking about like, like a psychotic. But he was going off like, no, these guys, these cats were bad, man. They played in this hot bar. Like he said, he said the Beatles were bad because they were playing like really. They hot played in a Negro in lounge. Well, yeah, Back in so, the day, so he, well, yeah. he played in tuxedos, and he didn't understand <laughs> that the, the 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 joke was no, 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 no. Who's like crazy in the music industry? Who's like nuts? Who's like scary crazy? And he's like, no, man, these cats could play. And he's like, no, no, George, you don't understand the question that we're asking. No, bro, those cats were hot. They could play. Frank, he continue. He, he asked in the back seat. The guy who's not the guy from a. Uh, from Silence of the Lambs, not Matt Barney, who looks just fucking like him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was I was Craig Robinson for a minute. There. Anyway, continue, Frank. He ashes in the car. Yep. Right. He ashes in the car, and Christine don't like that, and neither does my father because me and him. It has to we, get into a story, doesn't it? We threw down for ten minutes. I and uh, it was all over. Does it have to be a story? Of a cigar. Has to be an anecdote. Was it your cigar or his cigar? <laughs> it was his cigar. Oh well, then why is he mad? Because he did it. Well, because he used to bitch at me for my ashes for my cigarette. All, All it's right, going to do is for us to make good King, Stephen King faces. <laughs> anyway, All I'm saying is this is him getting hit I, by a van. I related to it because Christine had every right to do that to him. I'm Stephen King, and I'm a fucking nut job. I'm brand new. I'm not even out the factory, and you're ashing your. Nasty I think I've read. Well, how many Stephen King books have you read? Okay, everybody around this ta- this uh, this quad. How many Stephen books have you read? I think three or four. Uh, I'm about 10, 12, 15, 20 probably. Look really? Well, I've read I've read all of the Gunslinger you, books. That's seven. You didn't actually read the Langoliers, <laughs> have you? <laughs> I've read I've, how much he actually looks like Pennywise. Langoliers is a short story, though. Right. I read Regulators. I read Desperation. I've read um, it. 
Langoliers. Short I story. didn't read Langoliers because it sucks. Misery. I read his book uh, on writing is actually really good. His book on writing is actually worth reading. I, I read uh, different seasons because Shawshank's in there. Yeah, Shawshank's in that one. Yeah, that's yeah. all I, I read. I wanted to read The Mist. I haven't read The Mist yet. That's one I want to read for sure. But I've read a ton of Stephen King, and I can tell you he is if fucking you, overrated. If you read H.P. Lovecraft, you don't need to read The Mist. I started yeah, to read yeah. some book, and I go, he's been describing the color red on this pillow for three and a half pages. Why the he fuck am that, I reading yeah. this? He'll he'll go off on a tangent of a third party he's Frank. doing what's happening in the book. <laughs> Like okay, it's, 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 do that to you. it's a it's it's like a flight attendant on the plane looking at what's going on. She goes, "I don't understand what's going on with that fellow in seat two A." I need to go home and have coffee. It seems it's like you would fuck. love to read this because it is yeah. all the fuck over the place, it and is. you can really not I focus read, on it. Or I read Dreamcatcher. Oof. <laughs> isn't that a short Dude, story as well? I that movie not, is hilarious to watch, though. I, it's so I, Frank, Frank loves I, it. I, I really love the movie. You love Plus, Dreamcatcher? Plus, it has Timothy Leifond in it. I, I Honestly, I've never seen the movie. He's I've in the new season it. of Mandalorian. I was like, hey! He is? Oh, he's great. He's great in Mandalorian. He is. He's great. Fuck. He's yeah. in the first oh, episode. Skin- first episode of season two. He's a skinny, 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 age-looking Boba Fett. He is scrawny. Oh, he has Boba no. Fett's armor. Yeah, but hilarious. They show him, and I go, who? He sounds familiar. And I watch, and I'm like, and he puts off a mask, and I go, that makes sense. And I was like, oh, he's so skinny. Is it's disturbing. He's a skinny man. He's a skinny. He's from my town. Is he so sexy? He's from. Oh, Modesto. definitely. Oh. I still fuck oh, him. He's but... a hot man. Yeah, he's my little twin. His wife is equally skinny. They used to come to the museum all the time. He's an artsy her. guy. Okay, well, Christine Adams. Adams' face is right. Christine. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm not allowed to turn my camera off. <laughs> just, just moving on. All right, so <clears throat> just do this. They get picked up in a very nice, um, uh, uh, I, I believe it was a GTO, or was it a Challenger? It's a Plymouth. It was a Charger then? It's a Plymouth Fury. No, it wasn't. It, it was a. Uh, it, Which it, car are you talking it, about? Move your head, Adam, and show them the it, car. It was. Uh, it, it was uh, uh, Arnie's friend. Oh, Arnie's friend. Yeah, that, that was, was a, a Mustang. No, that was a Challenger. Yeah, that was yeah. a was a, yeah, yeah was his a friend, his, his that car was definitely a challenge. I'm not a car guy, was, and I know that because my friend built those. It was definitely Mopar. I knew that much. It was Mopar because I, it, I learned in the IMDb trivia what Mopar stands for, and I go, because my friend has always been obsessed with that. His dad used to build a, a – the, he had a demon. He had a demon. Era, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I was like, oh, that's what Mopar stands for. It stands for motor parts, just like the first part of each word. Got it. Motor Mopar, so Mo parts, Mopar. That's so. I didn't know that till today. That's, I never knew that, actually. This is IMDb trivia for you. Anyway. I I cannot believe I found out what Mopar means from you. Right? (laughs) A guy who knows zero about cars. Sounds like he just threw you a big old chunk of shade just now, Phoenix. No, no, he's no, right. No. He's right. No, I'm shocked because I'm I'm the one that's supposed to know that. <laughs> yeah. He's a car guy. I hate cars. I I drive whatever the fuck I can get my hands. I on. I literally drive 19 hours one way to watch. I, I drive old lady cars. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm the same. I don't care about cars. I'm from Michigan. People. I I worked in a car part factory and I fucking hated it. And I hate cars. And I just you wanted like to get away. Eminem? No, fuck Eminem. 
No, he was like the black guy from Christine. <laughs> there was a he black guy. Hold on. There was a black guy in Christine? Yeah, in the beginning. When? He oh. He dies. Yeah, he dies right away. And he don't he, last long. He's holding he, up yeah. to the... He continues the trope of yes. the first that is black. <laughs> but you to the point where... The guy that got his hand smashed by the hood. No, he. I didn't he forget. Black. Look. He was white. He's right here. He's my image. Yeah. yeah, it's the guy. Yeah, he's the survived. See? Yeah. It was the funniest part of the movie for me, so I took that as my <laughs> screenshot. It was so funny because it was still playing the uh, card. No, no, no. That's not the funniest part. I'm not going to tell you the funniest part until we get to that point. I'll tell okay, you the funniest so, part. Dude. So at any rate, so... Nobody Arnie, interrupt Frank. Arnie jumps into this beautiful blue challenger that his buddy's got, and they're, they're rumbling down the road. It sounds great. I'm not going to lie. It definitely had... A uh, 450 dual pumper on that thing. That, that's for sure. Um, so anyway, uh, they get to school. Um, they they talk about, you know, he, he told Arnie, don't be such a fag. He's like, okay, well. So he turns out to be, you know, uh, getting picked on by uh, Pork Chops, McGillicuddy, with long hair. And I love Gina Carino. Yep, and winds up cutting his yogurt. That bastard. Um, and then not for nothing, but, uh, you know, his boy with the challenger fucks him up pretty good. He, I, I thought he did well. He handled himself well. Anyway, so after that, they're on the way back. Arnie's all like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just a piece of garbage. And, uh, you know, his, you know, his, his, uh, his, uh, jock, perfect guy. You know, can beat anybody's ass. Friend is like, nah, man, just believe in yourself, and things will come through. And bo- and yada yada. Bullshit. I have an answer for you, Frank. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I told everyone not to interrupt, but yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. 1960 Chevy Bel Air he drives. And don't forget, this movie is taking place in 1978, so it's actually a period film. Yeah, yeah it's not a or, 50s 80s movie. Yeah. yeah, no, that's what Arnie drives. Nope. Yes. Yeah, that's what is that what we're talking about? That is not a Bel Air. That is a Challenger. Nineteen. I, I believe it's a Roadrunner. No, look at the car. Look, once you look at the frame of the car, you can tell it's not a the Challenger. Bel Air is the red car. No. Christine is a Bel Air. It's not a 60, but this is a Plymouth Belvedere. Also a Plymouth Fury. So they, they didn't have any Furies because they're so... They're, the reason Stephen King chose the Furies because it's like nobody bought it. But so they use Belvedere's instead. His car, Arnie's car, or sorry, the, the car that a friend picks him up in is the is the is the one I just mentioned, which I already forgot the name of. It was the Bel Air, really? Yeah. So that oh, was shit. But look, if you look at the side of the car, okay. you realize like, it's right not a Challenger. The, uh, See, no, it's no. not a Challenger. Look. Can I just say uh, that Arnie's You're mom's right. a cut? Yeah. You're right. The one, rear once you actually see it from, behind, from the, the front, it looks like a Challenger back in that day. Yeah, the front was like, but the once, front screams challenger at me. But look at this window. It's clearly not. Yeah, that's <clears> terrible. A, okay, the, so he drives a bit. Anyway. Weird. <laughs> By the way, that uh, gray Camaro that Pork Chops McGillicuddy had, that was a 67 Camaro because he had <clears> the little smoke um, windshield or uh, uh, the little smoke window in the side door. And uh, only 67s had that. I love that There's only that out of all these cars, only this one exists anymore. The Malibu. 
<laughs> the, they the, trashed a lot of cars. The Maverick doesn't exist. The um, what is this? Um, the Ford, Ca- Ford Catina doesn't exist My anymore. My first car was a Ford Maverick. Yeah. But they believe in you. <laughs> anyway, Frank, continue <laughs> from where you were. Okay, so <clears throat> on the way home uh, from Arnie getting his ass kicked, um, he just somehow sees this rusted <clears throat> pile of shit through the fucking woods and yells, stop, stop, go back, because nothing screams, I want that thing, uh, tetanus. So he stops, goes back, and walks up to this gigantic piece of shit, you know, with a guy that uh, had a whole lot of straps with his metal back brace from the 60s on. And I was wondering, I wonder if that works. (laughs) He looked, no, like, I, he looked like he had a straight jacket on. But he looked comfortable, didn't he? It looked like his back was supported. That guy was fantastic, because when I first saw this movie, I was much, much, much younger, and that guy scared the shit out of me. Like, Great character. He's the scariest guy in the movie, for sure. Yeah, he's a good character actor. It was because of the straps in the front, I think. Yeah, he, all he, dirty. he looked like he was about ready to jump out of an airplane. Yeah, Yeah, but then he turns around, he's got this metal thing, and it's like, oh, it's a back. Yeah, he's, so he probably, Christine, there's probably a, a whole story behind yes. Christine probably tried to kill him. And Thank you. Just barely escaped. And John Carpenter's cool like that, though. He can tell you stories without telling you stories. Like, just little visual clues and shit. You can, like, just kind of infer in your mind that shit probably started way over here and we don't really need to focus on that because it's going to take you away from the main story. He's good at that shit. All he says in the beginning is that his brother is dead. And then later you find out the brother killed himself in the car after his wife and his daughter died in that car. Yeah. In the Stephen King novel, I guess, I was reading, that is what starts the Christine thing. There's no factory thing. There's no nobody dying in the factory. That's what starts this weird curse of the car. The director actually... Uh, yeah, Carpenter actually put that. Oh, Carpenter thing. directed this. Okay. Yeah, he he, he put okay. the he put that in the uh, the the cold opening with that. So, yeah, I so liked Carpenter it. didn't it's cool, give yeah. it. So Carpenter didn't give the car a motive of why it was the way it was. Not, well, the thing is, is the the novel wasn't finished while this movie was being made. It was being worked on. So uh, it, this was the first time Stephen King sold a book before it was finished. I think. Yeah. Because he was in such high demand at this point. He was in Carrie just came he, out. And Carpenter was desperately looking for redemption, so it just seemed like the smart thing to do at the time. For what movie, though? What was the one that was a failure for? The well, Thing. Oh, that's right, yeah, because it was a commercial disaster. Which the Thing. Go, figure, go is, figure that one out. Escape from New York. favorite horror movie of all time is The Thing. So Escape from, Escape from New York, and then The Thing, and then mm. you're like, I spent a lot of money on those. Oh shit! Okay. The thing came out at the wrong time. Absolutely, most most Carpenter movies. E.T. Did. blew it the fuck out of the water. Yeah. yeah. After E.T., nobody wanted to see. It, it, it's it's hard to to it not be able to sympathize with people choosing E.T. over the thing. I mean, I, I don't like E.T. that much. So no, sorry. it's not as rewatchable as the thing. The thing has layers. E.T. No. is is a, a, a wide appeal movie you know so, so you just described exactly what how i view movies the the, <laughs> the thing is fucking terrifying well that that's why i i i hope you don't think that i only go for tentpole movies because no, no. all most of the carpenter movies are not tentpole movies most of them 
Like the no. only one that really is is <clears throat> Halloween. Everything else has been medium. Well, med- no. In fact, if you look up Christine right now, it's it's below a seven on IMDb on the rating score. That's that doesn't mean anything. No real good movies anymore. No, yeah. because they they told John Carpenter that his biggest hit was going to be Big Trouble in Little China, and it ended up being it ended up being a mediocre success. That, yeah, if ever well, the and, studio fucked him hard on that. Yeah, one too, yeah. so they, they could have promoted that one way better. Because every time you hear the, the oh, interviews with him, when he talks about that movie, he goes, "Everybody told us, oh my god, this is going to be the biggest movie of the year. How does it make you feel?" And John Carpenter was just like, "I don't know, no, nothing. I, <laughs> it's probably going to cool. fail." Yeah. So they say. He He's knew better. Very outside of the mainstream. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So back to back to the cars. Yeah. Okay. So room room. Um, so uh, so he buys the car. Somehow he drives it back to his house. I don't know how. Uh, his his mom. Uh, was... Cock. What? Cock. Cock. Okay, continue, Frank. I hate. Cock. I hate his mom. I hate his mother in this movie. And, and She's father. such a bitch. He chokes his what? father out. <laughs> Fuck you, old yeah, man. I love that. Not <laughs> the best part of the movie. Chokes his father out at yeah. the stairwell. Yeah. So I said. Doesn't he call her a cunt? I thought he says <laughs> No, he chokes his father out. <laughs> it was like a little bit. He looks like a uh, young Charlie Manson or something. <laughs> he did call his mother a cunt. <laughs> Oh, he calls her a whore or something. I, I guess we he should... calls his girlfriend a cut. Yeah. No. He starts off remember... like super geeky. He's got the the tape in his glasses, and by the time he owns Christine, he's just like super yeah. cool greaser. He is Elvis Presley. He knows how to fix her. That to this. But do you think that transformation is a little forced? Yes. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's. It happens the way off I, screen. The way I look at it, it's not actually explained this way, but I look at this. This this movie is like a possession story without actually yeah. drawing attention to the possession. The car possesses Arnie for sure. Absolutely, yeah. I, Arnie I, I, has a void in his life, and the car fills the void, and the, the yeah. love affair begins right there. So. I'm not gonna lie, right? When I was in high school and I had my '68 Camaro, and, and it was finally restored, I would I did feel like I was better than everyone else. You weren't. And, no, I know. <laughs> However, I, I, I did get my wife. It needed it. to be said. Hey, the 68 Camaro worked. I got, you know, my wife out of it. Well, that's sweet. Did the car make her, or did you just take her in the car? <laughs> no, no, she didn't know me. The car tried to kill her. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, she knew the car. She didn't know me. I mean, it's two things. It's possession. It's also anybody you've ever known. Because you, you've known people that have had cars that are compensating for something else. Just saying. Oh, yeah. yeah Anybody you know, who owns a Mercedes... Uh, has at, a little dick. Or, or no dick at all. Yeah. Because the hood is like half the car. You got, you got chickpeas for testicles. Just say it. It's, it's, it's you know. Yeah. I do not. And Porsche... And Porsche I don't have one. I have a Mercedes. Men who know they have gigantic mules. Uh, Leia Red, get on that. You got to watch it. I'm sorry. No, you don't. Yes, you, you do. Watch it. No, it's not that good. If you want to be cool, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. I would say you got to watch it at least once. It's not great, but it's not Adam scary. doesn't it's like Cohen Brothers, so his no, publisher. I don't get. I don't get the Cohen Brothers. He they can't. He can't speak. So it doesn't work. For but me. it's the same. Like people watch well, Wes Anderson movies. I don't really chime in because I just don't give a shit. So right, that's yeah. how I am with the Cohen Brothers stuff. Yeah, Cohen Brothers are amazing. Right. Uh, watch The Big Lebowski. 
but yeah, the, the the point is 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 the the car is is transforming him, and he's transforming because of the car. They they there's there's like a symbiotic they relationship between the two. Yeah, they're bonded. They are in lockstep. Yeah. But yeah, the, the car be... waits until somebody falls in love. love it's with cool him. because he's because and this is perfect. Like like we've talked about this many times. Uh, uh, Phoenix and I, fifties uh, eighties. This is like the perfect blend of fifties eighties because it's like he's becoming like this this fifties. They used to call them hoods back then, I guess. Like like you know, outsiders, hoods, rough. Hold on, rough you just excited like Dick that. over there. He got really excited when you said hoods. Yeah, when he said hood, I, yeah. I thought he would. <laughs> yeah. Let's calm down, Dick. We're not talking but about he's, that. He, yeah, he's 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 where his clothes look kind of like fifties, but they would also probably fit in late seventy eight too as well. So it, these it, are all jokes, by the way, people. So absolutely. don't get too offended. But yeah, he, he's, he's he stops wearing the glasses. He start. Uh, the thing I like about him is the shit that he does with his eyes. Uh, that that's what makes this actor stand out. Keith Gordon, uh, it does this thing with like this just this long stare and. I call it the carpenter stare, and he always picks the right person that just has the most blank, dead fucking stare you can think of. And when he does that, you can tell he's definitely not Arnie Cunningham anymore. So he, yeah, like what Phoenix is doing right there, you know, it's just, it's, just it's, it's not the Kubrick. No, it's not the Kubrick one, but it, yeah, it, it's it's that this we call it the Stephen King look, you know. And... Who also did Kubrick? Not did. Is this is this the retired one? <laughs> that's that's the that's the Anthony Quinn look. No, that's the Steven Spielberg look. No, you got to do this. You know what yeah. Steven Spielberg did to Drew Barrymore on ET? Did you hear about? Raped her. Yeah, he used to finger bang her all the time. No, they, if, they, if it's Spielberg, you have to put the light right in they, your face, just like that. You gotta look yeah, it. No, dude, she was so young. Do, 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 do. And it's got to be John Williams music. I love John Williams, but he does get a little over the top sometimes. Yeah. Compensates for what, he, what scene would probably be really boring. Frank, though. did he yeah. rape her? No, he, he made her think that E.T. was real. Yeah, we already said, we already, you already told us this, Frank. You told us this last week. I couldn't believe it. It was it's so fucked <laughs> so up. So, Christine. Um... <laughs> Christine, so. Uh, he he parks it in this shitty garage with this Darnells. With Darnells with, now. Yeah, Darnell. And um another great character actor. Robert Prosky is fucking yep. great. Yeah, he, he looked like uh yeah, this guy here. Where are they? Shut, from, you, shut your pie hole. Where are they I from? know I know a punk when I see one. Like where are they from exactly? Chicago ish? No, no they're well, um, they're in California. This yeah. was shot in the same location that he shot Halloween. Yeah, so I think in, it's um, Indiana, it's California. It's definitely California because the <laughs> dates are like December, October, and they're still outside and it's sunny and it's, it's Haydenville. Yeah, it's well, may as well be. Yeah. What part well, of California? That'd be Southern California, maybe maybe Central Valley. If Riverside. I would have watched the commentary, I would have been able to answer that question for you, and I apologize that I forgot where. You can look it up. It's on. It's on IMDb. I, I yeah. think they say where it's shot. I'm it's, on I it. think it's. It's I'm... it's the same place he shot Halloween. That's what I know. Yeah. Yep. Same definitely city. Was, it definitely wasn't toward their home. Well, do you think this movie is warranted for a remake, or it could never work? Calabasas, no. California. Don't do it. No, Don't do, do not it. remake this movie. Please leave it alone. Calabasas. They will do it. They will, they do, will it. do it. They will do it. <clears throat> do I want them to? Calabasas, <laughs> California. Calabasas. Yeah, there you go. 
it's a great movie that's made to 2021 without that happening somehow. It's a diamond in the rough. It's a lot of Southern California locations, yeah. but Calabasas yeah. and then uh, yeah, it says filming. Ca- Christine was largely shot uh, was shot largely in Los Angeles. I said California. I was looking it up. Yeah, yeah. Darnell's garage is located in Santa Clarita. Oh yeah, in Santa Clarita. Ah, oh, Santa Clarita. So it was the gas station that blew up. Um, okay, well, let's fast forward. Um, okay, car- so. f- talk faster. Okay. Suspense. <laughs> so he, you know. He restores the car. Then all of a sudden, oh, God, uh, there. he shows up with uh, apparently the hot chick of the school. Doesn't I, the car oh, repair oh, itself, though? Let him talk. Let him finish. No, no, no. He repairs the car himself first. Yep. He restores it He himself. fixes it up in Darnell's garage. And it, it, what you just described. I have some questions there, but let Frank finish. One of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, yeah and then all, all of a sudden, he shows up at a football game. With the hottest chick in school. Oh, oh, let me um. Apparent her. Here, here you go. I I don't get it. I don't get it. Her I, well, shorts are pa- longer Pause than that. We'll, we'll talk about that. I have that in my agenda here. She's not hot. Continue. Continue. Baywatch. Baywatch. Was she really? Okay. One of the Baywatch girls. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, oh, the one with no tits. She's this one. Yes, oh that's God. right. Shit, I, I didn't make that Wh- Which one of her neck Shit. vaginas do you want to have sex with? I remember. Oh, my God. The, the, the third one. Right. <laughs> they all had tits but her for some reason. Anyway, Frank, <laughs> get just fast forward like super quick. <laughs> all right, so ba- basically. Broad strokes. Yeah. Broad yeah, strokes. Basically. <clears throat> basically. Broad strokes. <laughs> <laughs> This is how you oh, shut down, a, shutting down Frank. Our favorite bit on the set. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Frank, continue. <sighs> all right, Frank. Frank has left us. He's dead. And I don't He's blame dead. him. <laughs> don't blame him at all. So the car starts <laughs> to change his personality. Do you know what I was looking right. for when I said Frank? Can you tell me the broad strokes? Guy buys a haunted car, turns evil. Right. <laughs> but the car That's it. also That's it. starts to basically um, avenge itself. Yes. From, and and that's the rest of the movie. They used the word shitter probably 20 times. Never gets old either. <laughs> well, that really is the rest of the movie. The car takes revenge on the the, the greaser dudes that that beat him up in the, the school auto shop before. They, they, they beat up the car and take a shit on the hood, and then the car just tracks him down and kills him. And he, it fits itself through this opening that it cannot fit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, it it, it literally like, it keeps up. going. It keeps going good, good, and like narrowing it's itself like, down because it knows it can regenerate. To dive over it. I. It's a car. It doesn't have hands. Like. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, my point being is um, it's fenders. It's true. Um, and t- tires and stuff. Um, and radio. But my point being is... And uh, auto light batteries. <laughs> well, only three times a year. That's right. So, uh, my point being is... Um, Gosh, look at Adam's picture. That, that She opened her mouth wide on that one. She's choking on Christine's dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wasn't yeah? Wasn't she in Back to School with? Um, no, that was Terry Farrell. No, that was her. That was Dax. No, the guy in this movie is in a uh, Back to School. Yeah, the guy Fritz Trim. The main oh, guy. No, I know. That yeah, was Roger yeah. Gilbert's son. Yeah. yeah. You're a melon. A melish. You're a melon. Melish. Melon. Oh, oh, my God. God. Do I have to no, boot both of you? <laughs> so, uh... It kills... Hold on, shit. Frank, okay, we're done with you. He, the car kills people, and then the, the teen is suspected, and then the, they beat it up, and then it regenerates itself, and then it kills people, and then it turns evil, and then they have to do an ending where they kill the car. Okay, that's it. And Harry Dean Stanton's in it. But but some but for some reason he's in the car the last you know stint. no he's in the car the whole time that's the whole point I don't no I don't agree he's the killer no, he's, he's the killer no, yes he is not, that is absolutely not, that's, that's the big reveal that's the reveal not the yeah, no it's him hold yes hold it is. Well, well let, this is a good debate here because um yeah the, they Even blocked Carver out the windows said that's the case I mean Frank lo- or Adam lower your head uh, uh, six inches. <laughs> See how it's clear? It, when when the car kills someone, it's blackout windows all of a sudden. Yes, I know. Bec- I, I'm not saying this like you know for the first time. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm explaining it. Yes, I'm sorry. It's blackout windows because it's supposed to be like you don't know if he's there. And that was the whole point. So now you're saying yeah. he is 100 well, I don't well, agree with that. It, maybe no, he is, maybe he isn't. It doesn't have, matter. They showed inside of the car during some of these scenes. Even though the car is blacked out, you see inside of Christine. I don't and think they no do. one's in there. I don't think they do. Because the stunt driver is in there. Of course, there's someone in there. Yeah, the stunt driver's there. He couldn't see oh, through the blacked out windows oh, okay. either. Of course, there's a stunt driver in there. But I'm yes, saying. That's the blackout window. Yeah. As, as far as your. Like, that's a great. That was a great like, sequence. Like when it that's blew a great up. Moment. Yeah, when it blew up, right? No one ever got out of the car. That's you so awesome. The whole time. And then. Eventually, somebody opens the car up, and no one's in the front seat. That's my exactly point. because when it comes into uh, Darnell's body shop, it's on fire, and it, or it just was on fire, and it's smoking still. And he comes out, and nobody's there. Yeah. So now you're telling it, me he was a hundred percent there every time because yeah. he, he got out before it went to Darnell's. Okay, cause... now you're now you're creating this thing we never <laughs> saw. No, he, so Christine. No. Knows that he's got to get home in time because his mom's going to yell at him. So oh, he doesn't want to be home before the curfew. No, no. It's a whole other movie. So Christine head. was like, I'll swing on by home so Ma doesn't get mad. Yeah, tell her please cunt. don't get this movie mixed up with The Car by Dennis Weaver. It's a Christine, completely different fucking movie. Yeah, really. Christine can literally regenerate herself on whim. Yes. But, but uh, it, it's crazy to think that she could drive someplace on her own. Well, she can't fucking change herself when she's a fucking cube. Well, you, if you notice too, that's she something might. else. You, you just you just brought up a good point. The sequel, uh, it, it, the the car can the regenerate after Arnie completely commits to the car. Because if you notice, he rejects the girlfriend after the car is trashed, calls her a cunt or whatever, shit her, pushes her, and then and never talks to her again. You did this. Then he's standing there, and they have a love scene. All right, in the garage, he says, "Okay, show me." And they play sexy music, and then it regenerates, which is one of the coolest fucking scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. I missed it before I understood the unuendo. <laughs> it was still cool to me, you know. You know, it's funny. I I miss this scene. I don't remember, I don't know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> it's the scene after he gets he gets uh, she almost dies in the car. Yeah, 
Jokes. Yeah, yeah. she dies in a yeah. car, and then the next day he says, "I'm just gonna get my wallet out of Christie," and then he sees that the, the I remember the, that Buddy, Buddy Repperton trashed the fucking car. She Saw that. Dashboard, blah blah. And then he he pushes her out. The next thing you know, they show him in the garage. He goes, "All right, we'll show these shitters now. Show me." And then that's when they they cut right to the didn't see that. And the car bad of the bone, bad of the bone. And like and like once again, John Carpenter the physical, you know, shit that he does. Yeah, I know it was in backwards. Obviously, it was in reverse. Well, actually, what they did, I I used to think that they did it in they, they did it in reverse with plastic and hydraulics is what yeah. happened. So, and I didn't know that at the time. I thought they just smashed the car and then reverse filmed it. Uh, that's not what it was. So. Yeah, because I was looking, I'm like, how did they do that? It's like, great. It, it holds up well. Magic. I watch it today in 4K on a 65 inch screen, and it looked fucking great. You know what's funny? The exactly. reason I missed that scene because I was looking up IMDb trivia, reading about that scene. Where I, they said they re, you know reversed the, and I missed it. Great scene, yeah. I hope to rewatch yeah. it because I, I am interested. It's, it's worth it, it, that scene alone is is worth just go, getting on the Blu-ray and just skipping to that scene and going right to it. Yeah. Uh, how many, uh, is there a lot of special features on the Blu-ray? Is it a yeah. good one? It's worth buying. Yeah, I need to get it's, that it's, one. Uh, get get the 4K if you can. If not, if you get the Blu-ray, you still have the same features. But uh, right. it's it, it's it's newer i think it's like 2017 if i'm not okay. mistaken 2015 2017 so the the commentary is uh keith gordon and john carpenter and it's great yeah it's fucking great commentary because they're both directors and john stockwell and keith gordon both became directors after this movie that's that's how impressed they were working with john carpenter they liked him that much that they went on to become look directors that, yeah look, look 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 at that 12 pack here right we go there. here's the scene <clears throat> Yeah, this is when the twelve pack. So, can you turn the audio up at all? I don't want any audio. Okay, gotcha. See, he says, "Show me." All right. Okay. There you go. This is a scene I missed. This is the scene that. This is a big chunk of movie you missed. No, just this scene right here. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. So, and they play the the sexy music because this is like a love scene. It's supposed to be like like a love scene because the car he's committed to the car and the car's committed. They play the the sexy music because this is like a love scene. It's supposed to be like. See, I can't yeah. unmute it because it, it plays our right. audio from the yeah. Right. Ooh, yeah. That's the way it's kind of filmed. It's it, it's kind of supposed to be that. Yeah, every thrust it gets even. Straight. Right. And when mm-hmm. I first watched this, I was too young to understand the innuendo behind it. But now that I, I'm older, I, I appreciate the scene even more. I'm almost thirty-eight, and I and still. This this <laughs> this looks great. I mean, this fucking looks great right here. It doesn't look so cool. Yeah, it's, it's great. Really does- so. What's in you endo? <laughs> exactly. In her endo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Into in, in endo. Yeah. But after that I'm scene really happens, that's, the murders don't happen until after that commitment. And he, you know, the car gets even with everybody that destroyed it. You know, everybody yeah. that which leads Which leads to the, uh, the uh, theory that he's driving the car. Which he's not, though. No, I don't. They, the, show him it felt like him. it felt like the car was taking revenge on itself on the people now, yes. let me ask you guys That's how i saw it. question as much as i love this movie i think his girlfriend is a piece of shit i don't like her i don't like her i don't think she's a very likable person no Am I wrong and her voice is so annoying my biggest problem with the movie overall is besides the car there's no plot to this movie it's it's um i'm not, I'm not i love the movie 
I'm not saying it's, it's, it's King, a negative. Yeah. I'm just saying, well, Stephen King has so many subplots. That none of them are here. There's, the girlfriend <laughs> the, just shows up one day at a football field. They make out, and then she she's gone for most. The best friend I forgot about because he's he gets hurt in a football game and he's out of the fucking movie for forty five minutes. That was the best scene because it's like well, he's he get hurt he, because he's he, right. He, he's running. He's on the football field. He's running like he's got the football. He's he's gonna go make a touchdown or whatever. And he sees them making out at the end of the field. And somebody fucking like sideswipes him, and he falls over that guy, and almost fucking breaks his neck. So yes, it, but then he's out of the movie for the next forty-five minutes, and uh, when they show him again, he goes, "Oh, him," because he's in the hospital. Well, he's yeah. out of the movie because Gordy needs to be alone with a car to make him go full evil. But because right. his friend is his conscious, I and feel like the conscious. He's right. Done. I would have liked the movie more if it was 20, 30 minutes longer. Because they're missing. Well, there's scenes. like a shit ton of deleted scenes, so your yeah. wish could be granted. No, but get the DVD. I hear the movie, the the extended version is almost two hours. It didn't quite make it, and it was uh, it wasn't necessarily better as far as. Pe- no, yeah, the scenes are, are not. Yeah, they're not, they're yeah. not game changers. It yeah. more hard it's it's be. already about hour and fifty minutes. So but it's, it's not, yeah, it's not your. I wanted more of him transitioning because the the basically the 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 story that we're basing this off of is American Werewolf in, in London. It's the same idea. Yeah, it's that movie's far better because you see a transformation, you see how it affects him, and blah blah blah. And this mm-hmm. version, you, he just shows up one day and he's like, "I'm with this car now," and, and I'm like, "I don't believe it" because I didn't watch that. I, I didn't watch the transition of this character. He just showed up one day as a greaser and he lost his glasses well, and. I mean- Phoenix, you've never seen something and just all of a sudden just wanted... I mean, it, it's it's very subtle, uh, I, but it is there. Okay, it, it's it's him lipping off to his parents more and more, and uh, we saw that losing his glasses, and that that is the transition. Yeah, and yeah. that didn't work for me. They didn't work for you. They didn't work for me. But it's it's that there. Part. It's just you not enough. Buy a car without uh, you know consulting us first. Everything is a committee here. And that's when he was like, "Yeah, it's always two against one." So fuck you, I got it. Yes, it gets but... to the point to where it's a complete role reversal because it's like he's he's rebelling against them to the point to where they're literally trying to reach out to the, him with anything they can get him with. They're like, "Okay, he wants a car, we'll buy him one." But he doesn't just want a car; he wants Christine. You're saying that's the transition. I'm saying that yes. is the other side of the coin already. That's not the transition. That's literally him switched over and already into the car. You don't see the transformation happen. Exactly. It just happens. It yeah. happened off screen. You just have to believe yeah. it. And that's kind of uh, kind of a detriment honestly, for me. Well, see, I honestly think it happened when he bought it. That was the transition. Well, that, that yeah. the, simpli- the simplicity of it is he's in a glasses and a nerd in one scene, and the next scene he's not. And that's it. Yes. That's the transformation. They, they, they might yes. have cut some so of that too. That's it. For that's the, it. For the, but how hard time, would have one scene been where one scene, literally just him taking off the glasses, be like, oh, Christine. And it could have been, it doesn't have to be like he's talking to the car already. It could have been like a, just him, he's working on the car and he's like, these things are, you know, you're right. These are blinding me or, or these so it's are. Like, it's like this Tobey Maguire Spider-Man scene also, where he can't see and he takes I, his, I, yeah, I, something. I he's, all ripped. he's ripped. <laughs> I'll counteract that with with this, okay? There's there's that scene on the football field where he's making out with that girl at the end of the field. Would that scene have been nearly as effective if we would have watched him slowly transition into? It would have been way more movies? effective. You think so? That scene wasn't no. effective at all for me. I, it shows up out of nowhere. I think it would. Have been... I think that was the point. It shows up out of nowhere and it freaks out his friend so much he gets in an accident and almost kills him. But our friend is not the main character. Is my point. No. So. 
who are we yeah, following he's here? He's a sub character. He's pretty clear. He's number two or three. He's two, but he's like buried. But if he well, doesn't see the transformation, it should be told from his perspective. And we should see him watch the transformation. Instead, he just goes, talks to his mom, like, after he yells at her, I don't know what's going on with him. And I like that scene, but I was like, I would have liked a couple transition scenes of him. A couple more scenes like that. Yes, where he slowly turns into that, because otherwise there's no character development. It's just literally flipping a switch. there's no deleted scenes with him transforming anymore on the DVD? Yeah, not really. Yeah. I've seen the extra scenes, and they're not, I've already forgotten all of them. That's how memorable they are. Uh, I've seen movies where there's deleted scenes where like, fuck, I wish they would have left that in. A uh, perfect example of that would be like the original Terminator. There's a whole subplot where Sarah Connor and uh, Reese are trying to blow up a computer factory that it literally is Cyberdyne. They cut all of that out. The scenes are beautiful if they would have put that in the fucking movie. But they, mm. they chopped out the whole subplot. You know what movie has to, the, worst, time, the yeah. worst deleted scenes is Endgame. You can watch my Disney Plus <laughs> And it's like I didn't watch any of those, when he yeah. when he when he has to, when him and uh oh, sorry when I say him I mean uh, uh the bow and uh-huh. arrow guy and uh, Black Widow have to decide who's gonna die. There's a whole action sequence there where someone shows up and they shoot at him and shoot at him and they cut all that out. And I'm like, oh thank God because that ruins the entire scene. <laughs> Actually, the worst that I thought was Attack of the Clones, which was well that's already, already bad. bad. Movie. That was already. It would have been worse because there, there's a whole subplot How? where he talks to Aunt Padme's parents. Yeah, I, the conversation. It could have been worse. It could have been much worse. I fell asleep watching the extras. I'm like, Jesus! I'm glad I, they left that out. Wow. I love the the, the hatred yeah. that George Lucas has for his fans. Frank's trying to talk here. I I was just saying that the Attack of the Clones is so. Funny. I feel bad for Frank because he has the lowest mic volume. So if he's talking and anyone else talks, you cannot hear you. Well, I'm, I'm loud. No, it doesn't. Nothing you do ever changes your mic volume. It just cuts you out. If you or it makes me so I can hear myself. I, I think the best thing about uh, Attack of the Clones was he was George Lucas did warn us when you watch like the the, the behind the scenes of Phantom Menace when it leads into the Attack of the Clones. He goes, "Well, they're really going to hate me next time when I do a love story." You can't do a love story, guy. Don't ever fucking well, try that. That's shit what he, again. that's what he said, and I was just like. No one knew how how much of a warning that was. We should have all paid attention, and we should have intervened as he soon can, as possible. He can direct traffic, and that's about it. Yes. <laughs> Go into a fucking actors, intersection yeah. and, and put some he white gloves. He can direct Michael Douglas and Erica Christensen, and that's it. Just and Benicio fuck Del off. And those guys on, uh, what's it called, Adam? Red Letter? No. The, the Facebook group. That Nick's a part of. Oh, uh, oh the bullshitters? Fa- bullshitters? No, and, and the Phantom Collective. I don't... Uh, Phantom Menace. No, Phantom Collective. Phantom Menace, okay. Yeah. Phantom, Phantom Menace, I was it. I see their posts, and I, I want to start fucking screaming. I'm like, just because Fox or, or whoever the... Disney made some bad movies does not make those prequels good. No. They, they are still worse. It's fine if you don't like the new ones, but... It doesn't make them better by proxy. It doesn't do anything no. to the old ones. It's no. No. anyway. Not. Let's not go down the Star Wars rabbit Please hole. Please not go down that rabbit yes. hole. I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, I, 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 so, I'm, having t- I'm having 2017 flashbacks all over again. <sighs> I fell asleep yeah, in the in the climax of this movie when they're when they're beating the Christine? car up. I fell asleep. I had to rewatch it. 
Well, it, it's the, that part of it is drug out a little bit longer than it needs to be. I think it kind of wears out its welcome. But I think what that was is they, they had all that space to play with and they really wanted to fucking have like a, a big monster battle showdown because that's John Carpenter. He does drive-in movies. Yeah. That's what he makes. He and makes, that's why he had the drive-in sequence yeah. here. Modern modern style drive-in movies, and he wanted to have a big monster battle with the fucking car at the end. So they just I, still, I still feel bad for Gordy though. I, I but the, the the one that irritates me though, as long as we're nitpicking, uh, always irritated me even when I was a kid. Is like that these thirty-year-old teenagers that go into this fucking break into Darnell's garage. He instantly knows how to drive a fucking cat, like like you know the the right the, the yeah because. He, that that old first... thing that probably runs on diesel fuel and hasn't been driven since 1943. You know, I mean that that big yeah. ass fucking monster no Goliath of a fucking tractor thing. He just knows how to drive this. A fucking snot nosed teenager knows how to drive this. Yeah, with a fucked up leg. With a fucked up leg. Yeah. When he can't de- de- depress the clutch. He's on crutches, but yet he still manages to crawl through the fucking window and get into the fucking garage to get into the fucking tractor. I mean, I can. All I can I'll think about is for you. I would like I'll to be honest with you. Hold on. It's not yeah. that hard to drive a caterpillar tractor. It's four. It's really not that hard. What is it? Two he's got levers. Two, yeah, two levers. He's got a, yeah. This thing runs on a clutch, you know. Yeah. So yeah. no, it's not that hard to do. But he doesn't he doesn't leave new, a it gear. Work. It would be easy to drive. Well, the thing he's driving was old. It was a beast of an old thing. A bulldozer. No way. He he doesn't leave first gear, so you don't even need the clutch. No. He just keeps going forward at like. Whoa. I was crushing. Oh I was crushing barrels today with a caterpillar tractor. So I'll tell you what I liked. And what actually. are those three? I liked, three I liked speed. The, uh, oh, sorry. At most, yeah. roughly. Yeah, it's not very fast. It, yeah, it's not. You're not going to go 55 in a in a cat. But I tell you so. what, you never want to see. You, never <laughs> want to see a, you don't want to see a cat get ran over by a caterpillar. That's for sure. <laughs> it's not nice. I liked the look. You splatted a cat with the cat. The cat. It was frozen like this. Was it a bobcat or is it a regular cat? It was a regular cat. It was like a house cat. It was, there, was it a cat it was got Abby or a Maine Coon? It was just a. It was like a tab. I don't know. What the fuck. Is it? Right it by my mailbox, a cat got ran over, <clears throat> and I just have to every day I get the mail. I do. I walk around the block because I'm in. You know recovering and i have to watch that thing rot day by day because i'm not going to pick it up uh, what i have a flash shovel i'm like so every day i have to watch that fucking thing turn into dust a shovel i don't have a shovel that's called nature just watch it it's yes have a shovel. but at, at this point now i live in the city i don't have a shovel frank at this point now though it is it literally snow in phoenix there's no fur it's just a black spot on the pavement in like an yeah, oval yeah. and i'm like oh yeah, that used they to be don't a sell cat. shovels in a place that's full of sand yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> where it rains maybe once oh, every three years spot to sell a shovel <clears throat> so this movie reminded me of two things uh one of them is obviously uh futurama sorry. of course futurama is the second the ending is exactly what happens in the honking Obviously, this came out after. I'm not saying <laughs> this is referencing good. that movie, but it like yes. makes it go into a fire pit instead. But it's also this episode and Christine are very similar to uh, American Warrior from London. They're they're very similar, so much so that the makers of this movie changed some stuff in the novel to not make it so close to American Warrior from London. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that's why they cut out some of the transformation scenes. Probably. Well, what I liked, I could have used a little bit more of, was the the love hate <clears throat> relationship between Darnell and, and uh, Arnie. Like, like he's like, I oh, you put the toilet paper on the rolls, and 
You oh, yeah. sweep up shit like that, do that, a couple of lubes. I'll let you have all the parts for nothing. That scene was not was not part of the official script. They shot that literally line for line from the novel because they had to fill air fill time. So it's literally from the novel. But it's it's funny because he's like he's in a junkyard and, he, and he's always squeezing this guy's balls. I mean, yeah. it, it's fucking. Re- oh, speaking of speaking of speaking of squeezing balls, <laughs> yeah. Munchie. I think his name is Munch. Let me double check. The guy from Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> well, he's, 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 he's not the ball grabber though. The, the, the ball grabber. Oh, you're, th- you're the thinking ball... Stephen Tash. Yeah, no, yeah Stephen yeah, Tash yeah. is the guy I with the he- thing in his head. <laughs> yeah. But the one guy, come on, man, a couple, couple of wavy lines. He grabs John Stockwell's <laughs> balls in the fucking shop class. He goes, "I like that dick face." If yeah. you haven't watched well, Ghostbusters, so awkward. That dick guy, faith. that guy's in Ghostbusters, and he's the one with actual psychic abilities. But the hot girl next to him is who Peter Vinkman is obsessed with. But yeah. the guy with with actual psychic powers, he just ignores and shocks him every time, and that's what makes that scene fun. Yeah, that's the joke. And uh, Adam, oh, this guy—that's yeah. the guy we're talking about. This he's is the, the ball, ball grabber. grabber here. He he's is clearly gay. All right, 1978. He's hiding uh, not so well. And then the one that you guys are talking about is. Let's see, we got him here. Let's. Let me just go back to. By the way, Bill, you're Bill talking about Stephen Tash. This guy. There he is. That guy. Yeah, he's from uh, Ghost. Yeah, Always the, has the same haircut. Looks yeah. like he stuck his fingers in the light socket and then just fucking explode. <laughs> here's well, the guy. Through, what, two movies? Yeah, this, here, this here, and Ghostbusters. Oh, shit. That's Here, it. Here's the guy that sells him the car in the straight jacket looking thing. <laughs> well, this guy's fucking great. And I've seen That's, him in a lot of shit, too. He's the old man from Home Alone. He's the original yeah. uh, Buck Flowers. Holy shit, it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah he's the shovel too. guy. He's been around for a long time. The snow shovel guy. Yep. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's fucking great. He is. He, he gave he gave me the creeps in this movie. He did. He's the um, creepiest part of the movie. We're all over the place, but uh, the the main girl. You guys were talking in the chat beforehand, our, our our private chat. It sounds like you guys are into her. I don't get it. I'm not. I don't get I don't, it. I don't she looks think. she looks good. That's as far as I'll take it. Kelly Preston was way better. No, I I don't get the appeal of. Like, out of all the chicks they could have possibly got to represent the hottest chick of the school, I just don't get it. they picked this bitch. Well, the hottest girl in the school is Kelly Preston. Well, She's no, no, so much so that the, the our main our, our side character, we, I thought was going to be the main character, is the the guy who breaks his leg later. He he, Kelly Preston comes up to him in the beginning. She's like, "Hey, I want to suck your cock and my balls." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Fuck yeah. you!" And he talks to this girl instead of Kelly Preston, who would sit there and like look over her shoulder. I'm like, Kelly Preston's way hotter, yeah. and she's willing to settle. She married John Travolta. She's willing yeah. to settle. Rest in peace. He, yeah, your your suspension. They're both still. Kind oh, of goes out the window. She's with, dead. Like, I know. Like, why is he hanging around Fucking with, dead. with Arnold Cunningham? You know. But she's yeah. way better looking than our than the girl who he dates, who suddenly shows up with a girlfriend, and that's the. I wish I would have seen some of those scenes where he got that girl and transitioned into that character, and we why got can't none you of just it. Be happy for Gordy. He got some. I don't ass. give a shit about Gordy because I didn't watch his transformation. He's just suddenly this guy. I go, oh, who's this guy? He's a different character. Dude, he went from a virgin with a pocket protector to smashing in the back of a fucking uh, hot girl. Fifty-seven Plymouth. Yeah, he never w- fucks her though because Christine chokes her to death. So I will say he this: never gets it. Which one would you rather fuck, this one, or or 
the older version or the younger version? Because the older version kind of looks better. The yeah. older version because she's more experienced and can do things you would not believe was possible. Nah, she's lazy. She's a lazy love. <laughs> I think you said love. <laughs> yeah, she's a lazy yeah. love. She's a lazy love. She loves, but she's lazy. Yeah. Well, she's a, she's, I'm just saying, older, older women do things like, well, I can't I'm move. Sure I'm religious now, guys. I'm sorry. I can't walk today. Look, look at my name. <laughs> Christine. 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 It's about Jesus coming back from the dead like this car did. The strawberry girl. And also the line where she says, I hate rock and roll is the stupidest fucking line. I wonder if that's in the book. I wonder if that's I the last line of the book. I doubt it. Stephen King loves, it. loves well, old school rock and roll, so I doubt it. The heart of but the was the radio. Since you know, we're all over, smoke is in Frank's room. Are you on fire? Since we're all over the place, okay. You, you. I was going to tell you what I thought the funniest moment in the movie is. It's not supposed to be funny, but I literally laugh every fucking time it happens. It's right at the end, just as he jumps out of the car and he goes, ah. And he grabs uh, the girlfriend. Here's mine. And then he dies. It's just something about the way they time oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's fucking comedic to me. I laugh every single fucking time. It, it's, well, it's too stupid. <laughs> I, I don't think what's his name is that good of an actor to pull it off as no, well as he, he could. He knows he ain't. That's why he went to, to do directing. And I he's think, been pretty successful at it, too. And I so. think that's why Phoenix doesn't like that his transition because he's not that good. He couldn't do the transition. Uh, I, I like you, the actor. It just yeah, uh, he's, he's okay. He just has uh, the eyes. He, I think he's better at playing. Well, no, actually, I think he plays the nerd pretty well too, though. I, I, yeah. I can't say that. I, how does he go through the window when he hits the desk? Is my not where he's It's up. just funny when he goes, oh, and he grabs that, well, but he would have hit the steering wheel. Not went Superman through the windshield. Well, let's pause right here uh, because I agree with you. He, I don't know why because he, he wasn't going that fast. Um, no, but and he hit a desk. This is the first. They have a big reveal moment. This is the first and only time we see him behind the actual wheel of the blackout windows when when uh, Christine is killing people. I haven't seen. And that. you guys seem to think he was always behind it. I don't agree. I think this is not the first time, but to, you know, I, halfway I like through, think it's ambiguous. It isn't. I, I like it. It is ambiguous. It's supposed it to be ambiguous. I don't think he yeah, was there at the beginning. I really like no. when they killed the first guys in, in the gas station. He wasn't there. I like it better that way because he would have died. He would have died. It doesn't matter. The car protects him. Number one, he had a receipt to give him the alibi. Number two, how can he kill the guy? How can he kill Darnell by the way Darnell was killed? He couldn't have done that by himself. I think the only time he was in the car. I think the only time he's in the car is that last sequence that we see. I mean, yeah, we see Darnell die. That's the whole point. But I'm fine. I'm fine with it being ambiguous. I don't. He wasn't yeah. there for the for the car on fire. He wasn't there for the Darnell thing because he opens the door and for some fucking reason, even the car's smoking still. He sits in the seat. How dumb is Darnell? What is? Yeah, that was so strange to me. Like it's like, ow! I can barely touch the. Uh, I can barely touch the the handle to get in. Let me the get my. Scri- the script told him to do it. Right. So, but. He can't touch the handle because it's too hot, but the seat inside is cool enough for his fat ass to sit on it and not just melt to it. I want to say this is a slip, slippery slope that you guys are going down because if we want to go back to that, how, does, how is this car moving by itself? I, no, that's we different. Don't think about those things, yeah. It's different as far right. as the car is possessed and the car is evil. That's one thing. 
that's a suspension of disbelief. I get that. But him being in there and the car protecting him from on fire, even though the seats themselves are smoking, no. That's that's there's a difference. There, you got to draw a line somewhere, and that's where I draw it. Um, fire. Well, it, the radio was still playing, and that I, I, I draw it. my line to when a possessed car kills people in 1957. Here's Roger on the line. I look. King just, doesn't know how fire works. I looked up Christ, just, Christine Ball grab. 1983, and this is the picture I found. So that's why my avatar <laughs> picture is this. What is that? It's two high school basketball. girls playing basketball. Yeah. All I'm saying is, as long as that's the my high is... school. Oh, oh! You just reminded me. Remember that team they're playing in the in the football game? Why was their jerseys brown and yellow? It was so <laughs> gross. Shit, shit and piss. Because football Ugh. jerseys back then were because really. Because John Carpenter's not a big football fan. That's what it is. But it's disgusting. The Jets and the Eagles were the same color. No, Car- Carpenter's there's the there's the look behind, and, and you know what? This definitely looks like something out of American Werewolf, right? Yeah, here, this scene. American right. Werewolf is a far superior movie. Does anybody well, yeah, agree? I mean, shit. Okay. You know, it, yeah. No, but they're comparable. Same. Also, two American years Werewolf apart. London Temple movie. Just saying. Temple, but really. good. That's not a temple. Movie. It's not a temple movie. That's not a, temple no, it, movies are summer movies produced by studios. Yeah, that's a temple movie. Okay. Uh, American Wolf of London is an independent. Horror yes, movie. it's an independent horror movie, but it's it's fucking great. I, it's one of my favorite movies, and because any studio head would not make a horror comedy because horror comedies don't make any money. I've never seen it, but See? I, I do want to share this. This is the football team, their jerseys, and you'll see here. The the opposing team, if I can find it here, wherever it is on this page. Oh, the movie district is in brown and yellow. They are the most disgusting colors next to each other. That could be red and yellow. It's just no, it's brown. You watch the whole scene. They're in brown. That's what the red skins used to look like. That's what my yeah. That's what my Pee Wee football team looked like. Mine was and mine was blue and white. Mine was red, yellow. Yeah, it's it's not the NFL. Uh, Phoenix, they they can only afford brown and yellow. This this high school here. That's so it. Yeah, they, they got a deal on those colors. That's fucking they got disgusting. Mexican guys and they got Asian guys. It's all they got on the team. It's gross. <laughs> that, These that, are just things you have to accept. Yeah. brown and yellow people. It's all you got. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Overall, what do we what do we rate this movie out of ten? Dick, I told you to turn your phone off. I did turn it off. And I turned it back on about an hour ago. <laughs> Phoenix, I didn't expect that, that to happen. Phoenix, was that you testing him again? No. no okay. He gets booted because I told him not to. Because at the time, I think it's you testing him. No. <laughs> I only do it with you. I'm in trouble. Uh, I, I think this is easily one of Carpenter's top five movies. Uh, as far as popularity, fun, uh, it's not one of his horror movies that has a lot of layers like The Thing, okay? Uh, you know, so it wouldn't be, like, The Thing would be higher up on that top five, and this would probably be lower on that list, you know? But uh, Well, this is a movie for hire that he did. Yeah, I, I think a it's, a, it's a good marriage. No. It's, it's no. a good combination to, to put a Stephen King movie with John Carpenter. I think that, that, that this, this was a, a good product that he made yeah. here, uh, you know? Uh, I also, I, I liked the no, transition no, with, I don't know if you guys noticed that or not, but I like the way music is used in movies, and of course John Carpenter's no exception, but this one, as, as Frank mentioned, this one has 
songs from other people, but yeah. they still did something clever. Whereas when they're showing the factory sequence in the beginning, they're playing a a fifties style song. Well, even after that, but then they they flash forward to nineteen seventy eight, and it's a modern version of the exact same song. Like right as the, the they show the the muscle car pulling up that. Uh, John Stockwell drives. I, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Okay. So, so out of ten, what do you give it? Out of ten, I give this one a nine. Okay. Wow. Frank. Yeah, I really like this one a lot. Mhm. 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 Is it me? Frank? Yeah. Clockwise. Uh, yeah. I also give this a nine. Definitely. Any explanation it, or just nine? I just love the movie. Like, there's, I, I mean, there's a '68 Camaro in it. I love it. It's beautiful. Um. I like the story. Um, I, I like the slight debate on when he's in the car and when he's not, you know, um, which, which is cool. I, I just like the transformation of him. I, I love the scene with his parents where he basically chokes his dad out and then it's like, you know, I'm going to hit the sack. Smack, smack. <laughs> it's a like, nice scene, yeah. He, he just alpha mailed his, his father so hardcore. And the thing is, is the dad is like way taller than him, too. And he just kind of. But he's also half his body weight, even though our main character is still skinny. But he's like, <laughs> but he's, he looks he like Charlie Manson. Enough, yeah, you know, he carries like he's like he's got some like, bravado. To like him. his dad should have been Eddie Deason. And that would have made just as much sense for just, ah, get out of here, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. He's got some moxie. Yeah. That's okay, Dick, what's your uh, score and why? I'll give it a 7.5. Uh, it's fine. It's good. But, it, again, it's a, it's a uh, made-for-gun-for-hire movie, so Carpenter didn't write it. So I think Carpenter did his best job directing it. It's fine. It's a, it's a good movie. It's serviceable. But I don't know if I put it in my, my top five of Carpenter movies. But I would say it's in the top ten, but not top five. Okay. Because he only did like what fifteen movies. Yeah, he didn't yeah. do a whole lot. Yeah, um, so I mean, you know, you gotta, I mean, I, I would say I like um, his horror stuff a little bit better because it's more darker. This one's more of a an adaption of a Stephen King novel, so it's that. Yeah. So, is there something growing out of your fridge? Probably. Okay. It's mold. He's doing scientific experiments. Leave him alone. It's there from the. It's from a, a, a creep show. It's oh, that God. green stuff. Leslie Nielsen and Ted King. Danson. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> shit. All right. Um, I echo everything Dick just said. I give it a seven. And that's a good score for me. It means I liked it with plenty behind it. Six is like, I liked it, but okay, you know, nothing for me. But it was fine. Seven is, I liked it. I, I, I did enjoy it. I just wish there was more behind it. I wish there was more character development More instead of just, development. just cutting I, I can, cutting to a new too. scene and he's completely different person i was like where the fuck did this and i was like oh we got whiplash um those are the parts that i think would have elevated this score i feel like i'm on uh chopped or something your your chicken parmesan could have been better if you like that sort of thing. Oh, that's what we want to do. Yeah. But it's it's. I wish there was more character development because that is a big thing for me. I wish, the, especially with this sort of movie, because he just transitions one scene. And the, it I is think more that, style over substance. I'll I think they justify it by going, my brother. Like show that guy in the straight straight jacket again, and he goes, my brother. Just he has the same thing in your friend's eyes, and and but that's all tell, don't show. And I just wish they would have showed it. And I wish I would have had more of that. And it, but other than that, I really do enjoy the movie. It might be the John Carpenter movie I've seen the most, if not for Escape mm -hmm. from L.A. 
But I would put yeah, this. Definitely. Yeah, Escape from LA, definitely. I would put this like his ninth or tenth best movie, somewhere of what I've seen. Somewhere in there. definitely belongs in his top ten for sure. There's some other little things too that I noticed watching it this time. The, the part where Buddy and the gang jump on top of the car, the way that they jump on the car like animals, they're literally making animal noises. As they might as well had. <laughs> They were, yeah, they were, they were literally ape men. You yeah. know, it, it, not so subtle, but still the way they handle it made sense. You know what I mean? It, it was a, a perfect uh, transition yeah. there. So we've got two nines, and, two sevens, at least with an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So it's Fair. a good movie. I recommend watching it. I would say it is definitely a good John Carpenter movie. I don't want to yeah. say anything negative other than those things that make it elevate for me. But that's... Neither here nor there. I can't really say because it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? This would be interesting. You mentioned earlier, like, could this movie be remade? It sounds like you're kind of wanting a remake from the story. I don't. Uh, no, don't, don't remake it. Okay. Do, don't I don't think it. you could. Well, it's it's one of those things where who would remake it? And if yeah, so, well, it depends it, it, on that person. More importantly, who, who would you have play Arnie? Because he, clearly he's the character you wanted the most from. Well, like, unfortunately, like, who this would, would be you a... cast? Who would you cast to be Arnie? This would be a streaming show now. That's what they would yes. do with it. it mm. Well, well, the, well, think about it with a streaming show. You would see way more character development. That's what Maybe I mean, that yeah, would work you, better for me. Yeah. Is and you episodically, could build up the story of what yeah. happened to the person who owned Christine before. You don't dive into that story. That could be a whole episode in of itself. Flashback sequences. Yeah, yeah. but that's I, what a lot of these streaming shows do now. They'll have like a fourth episode that goes back and tells the story over again from another point of view. They do that all the time now. Yeah. But I would say, despite all my negatives as far as the story structure goes, not the story, the story structure, as far because a movie you need certain things, and it was just missing a, a key component for that for me. Despite all that, I have zero complaints about all the actors in this movie. They all did their job, and I, I didn't think about that when I was watching the movie because I just believed them, and and that's a that's a huge thing for this kind of stupid silly plot. It really is. Yeah. So it's one kudos. thing you gotta admit though that this is back in that magical age where you suspension of disbelief could really carry a movie a lot farther than it will now. I think it still will. I, I think nowadays is just as valid as then. You know, you can make the craziest shit. There's no way in hell that something like Big Trouble in China would have ever been made now. It barely got made when it did. You know, so. Well, the problem with that now, it would be made well, now today, but it would be The Rock. And, and it would not be China. Would be amazing. It would not be China. So like, it would not. It would not be China. Yeah. Like this, at least had the Stephen King name on it. He can make whatever dog shit he wants. Maximum Overdrive is a movie. You know, I, I love it, but it's fucking stupid. That's you know, a, I'll that's be the first a, to tell you it's stupid. That's a guilty pleasure movie, right it's there. It's a guilty pleasure for sure. But why it, are they doing that? I haven't if, seen if that it wasn't movie. Stephen King, he wouldn't been able to ever make something like that. Fuck no. I want to say the I last should... time I watched Big Trouble in China was 1992. Oof. Wow. Probably the last time I watched it. It's a good movie. And I, I watched like it 65 times in the in the year and a half before that. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, that's, that's one of the movies you watch as an eight-year-old like five million Yeah, times. whoever chooses that. I like three days ago. I want to rewatch it. I have nothing against it. I liked it as a kid, but um, one day I was just like, no more of this. Okay. <laughs> I just cut it out of my diet, on my movie diet. Uh, Same thing with E.T. Same thing with... The- it's the perfect late night movie when you can't figure out what the fuck to watch. You're like, Big yeah. Trouble in China. E.T., Goonies, and Big Trouble in Little China are three movies I went, no more. And I waited 20 years to watch it again. Oh, 
I never, but, uh, I never saw ET until I saw it on the beach, and that's the only time I saw it. Oh, really? Goonies, I can't. See I saw it. I saw it with a girl uh, a couple of years ago. That's when I first saw ET on VHS. It came and it had a green topper, like you know that part where we pull yeah. back and yeah. you can see the 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 video. They yeah, had a green yeah. part and it had Goonies green spools. Yeah, Goonies is not a movie that holds up as an adult. It's like Hook. As an adult, oh, God, fuck that, that movie. That's a good, those are good examples. Those now, movies are like one and the same. They belong on a, on a box set. Yeah, you know? but so many people love Goonies, yes, though, even but as adults. As, they I, still don't get like, it. Yeah. I don't get it. A lot I've of people like seen, Friends, too. you never seen Goonies? Enjoy. You I would love it. to see a Goonies sequel where yeah, the Spanish... No, but this is what the Goonies sequel is in reality. Pull, pull Richard Donner out of retirement? No, no. The Spanish government... Sues them for stealing the jewels from from the pirate ship because he stole the jewels from the Spanish government. So okay. they have to go to court. It's a courtroom drama. That's and, what Goonies uh, do. Is. Sloth or whatever gets uh, goes to jail for uh, harassment. At, uh, well, kids. he's dead. Yeah. He died. We can't, yeah. it, we can't bring him back. It's he's Bradley dead. Cooper now in makeup. Elephant Man makeup. Cooper, yeah. Bradley Cooper in makeup. It would be Bradley Cooper. Makeup Hold on. Would it not silly. be Bradley Cooper who would star in that movie? He seems like the guy that would show up for that. How about Matthew McConaughey? No. No, he's too big. He'll be in a 3D. I'll tell you what. I oh, want you guys to can do I? It, it, oh, go ahead. I'm pissed. Can I? I need to be on camera for this. During the Super Bowl, they brought out Matthew McConaughey for a, a Doritos commercial with 3D Doritos. And I go, are we pretending this shit didn't already fail in 1997 when they brought out the, the 3D Star Wars movies? Are we forgetting this? 3D Doritos did not work. Nope. They failed miserably. You used to buy the packs of 3D Doritos, and it came with a hologram for Star Wars. I have heard about this. Well, they were, they were basically it was like a bugle. It was just a triangle. Yeah, they were gross. It was just, it, they were, I mean, it was, it was a it was a Dorito. It's a puffed out corn puffed. chip. It's a name three name bugles because I've never had one that made a sound like a bugle. Well, that's a good point. It's a good point. But look at this. It's 3D Doritos, <laughs> and let me type in Matthew. I, I didn't watch the Super Bowl this year, so I don't. I didn't see any of the commercials. Matthew if you see Matthew McConaughey's last two or three movies, he'll take all the work he can get. Okay, he's, but look, he's, hey, he has McConaughey. He's done. It was a yeah, funny commercial because he's it was into it, John Travolta stage. Of it, was, it was like I'm a two. D, it, it was a two D Matthew, and then he shows What's up and, on, and he turns into three D inside the vending machine. It was funny. It was fine. <laughs> okay, that's but fun. look, three D Doritos, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, I agree. I remember those. Yeah, they, I remember the. I still got some of the holograms too. They failed fucking miserably. They didn't even taste good when I was drunk. Star Wars and that hologram. Yeah, nineteen eighty-seven. Usually, you're drunk. Everything tastes good. It's junk food as long as there's salt and grease in it. Yeah, these I got some of those in a drawer. Yeah, somewhere. these little things came out, <laughs> and they were. In, I got, I got, I got the indoor one. I, that's what I got. I had all of these. I had yeah. all of them. I wish I had all of them, and but I got rid of them because. Yeah, I know. Because you're a, you're an adult. I'm an adult, and I don't care about Star Wars that much. <laughs> but we're pretending like it never happened. Well, that's where we're at. We can't remember what happened ten years ago, let alone twenty. Anyway, dude, the '90s are starting to take over, don't you know? Yeah. No, um, the power glove's gonna come back. Just wait. <laughs> Yeah, last decade was the 80s. Now, yeah, there you go. Nice Stein there. So, uh, our next episode for John Carpenter Review is chosen by Adam. I have it on standby, but I'll let Adam announce what he wants to watch for the next John Carpenter episode. 
We're, we're going to watch Dark Star because I've never fucking seen that one. That was his first one. Oh, okay. It's a comedy. It's PG. It's uh, PG. It's, it's not going to be good. Here's I'm our, not expecting it to be good. I've seen The it. official it's, show it's, poster here. Never seen it. It, it. I've never seen it either, so yep. I used so to have it on Laserdisc. If it's really bad, we'll be making fun <laughs> it's of it. Dan, Dan O'Bannon wrote it. Who wrote it? And he's in it. And he's in it. And he's in it. He's he's a fucking freak show. Dan O'Bannon's a fucking freak show. That's the yeah. truth. Who is by the open freeway? Is that you again, Frank? No, that's a, that's me this time. Okay. I have a neighbor that's got a muscle car that likes okay. to show that fucking. Is it thing Christine? Out. Sorry. Yeah, is it Gordy? Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's I'm a fucking. It's, a, it's it's what Frank would call a rice burner. You better watch out. He's gonna drive his car through your uh, room there and kill you. I feel like it sometimes. He likes to rev that fucker for at least fifteen minutes before he goes wherever he's going. But I I do want to let you guys know though that even though John Carpenter is my favorite director, I'm not the kind of guy that's gonna say everything he touches is gold. Yeah, I don't like Starman. I don't like that movie. You you should be fair. Like I love Frankenheimer. You love Carpenter. Not everything he did is good. Not everything they did was gold. Even even watchable. Some things he's did it was. You know, no. I, I know he doesn't have anything to do with it, but I don't like the ward, you know, and, and yeah, I'm not Ward's crazy. Not I'm not as crazy about Escape from L.A. as you guys are. It's did not you ever good. See cigarette, did you see Cigarette Burns? No. No. I have no, it. I, I have it on DVD. Or, or, uh, I, I, do, I do actually own Body Bags, which I liked. Body Bags is pretty, fun. Body Bags is good. Yeah. Body, body Bags is really the Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Yes. Better than Tales from the Crypt. I'm kind of waiting on that. I don't want to choose it, yeah. but if you guys do, great. But it's next time on episode five, we're doing Dark Star, and then after that, it goes to Dick, and then to me, and then back to Francis. You know what? I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. Let's do Prince of Darkness. Who's that? Oh no! We'll watch Prince of Darkness. Prince oh, of Darkness no. is terrifying. I've never seen it, so yeah, you, you'll be surprised because uh, it, it sounds like it's something that's going to be really cheesy, but it's actually well, really. Really fucking Lovecraftian. You well, like Donald, it. I don't like Lovecraft. You know that. But Donald oh, Pleasant right, is a guy okay. who doesn't it. wow me in any way. It's not. It's not. It, it, it's very, 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 very limited Lovecraft. Yeah. It's Lovecraft in theme only. Yes, kind of like the thing. It, it, it there's yeah. there's a trilogy of movies. They're yeah. all yeah. Inter- interconnected by the Lovecraft theme, which is the thing. Prince of Darkness and Mouth of Madness. So if you like Mouth of Madness and you like the thing, you might like Prince of Darkness. We did Is Mouth of Madness those? in the first episode. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Dick and I did that all by ourselves. So we'll finish out the trilogy with you guys. And uh, the thing is, kind of one. I hope we just wait because everyone's talked at the Everybody's death. done the thing. Yeah. What are we gonna everybody's talk about? Talking about that. Yeah. I yeah I did a whole podcast with Paz about. It, it's that, my favorite. That one's got a lot of layers. Well, it's like the best layers. John Carpenter movie. So what are you going to talk about? It is his best movie. It's his best sure. movie by far. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. Halloween might be the next one, and that's like way down below. Like I would actually put on my list, like Halloween would be like a three or four. I, I would actually have Escape from New York higher than than Halloween. I won't disagree, but I'm just saying, like as far as average person. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Halloween's going to be way on the ho- the average oh, horror person's list. Uh, average person doesn't even know who John Carpenter is. So, so Dick is going to choose um, Prince of Darkness. I'm going to choose someone. Uh, someone's watching me. Cool. Because I've never I seen, seen it. That one either. And I have zero yeah. idea what it's about. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. 
I haven't heard I know anything about, about it, but I've not seen it. That's my that's my pick. So now we know in the next couple of weeks. So <laughs> was that the Gary Busey movie? I wish someone was watching me. That's our homework, listeners. Find me a copy of Hider in the House I can get, and I want to watch it and I'll review it on B and B because I want to watch that because it looks it sounds terrifying. I want to see it. Gary Busey in your walls? No, thank you. Ooh. Hey, what's you doing? Um, anyway. Um, LIWstudios.com for me, LIWTZ Review, LIW Anthology Pod, and uh, also that doubles as the John Carpenter Review as well on Twitter. Um, well, what do we got going on? We're doing the BMB3 right now on both our Twitters for uh, B Movie Battle and Raiders of Lost Flicks on Twitter. It's narrowing down. We're down to four now. So we're in the championship rounds, and I, I, I'm dreading what's going to come up because I have to talk about it. On BNB, and that doesn't sound fun. This show, I don't, I'm not looking forward to that. It could be Island of Dr. Moreau, for all I know, and that's going to break my heart to talk about a John Frankenheimer movie. Well, you know, technically, that is not a John Frankenheimer movie, that was a movie for hire. So he didn't, that's not his movie. No, I say technically, it is a John Frankenheimer movie. <laughs> Oh, you're just too hard on John Franken. No, I'm going the other way. I'm trying to distance myself from him. Technically, that was a John Frank, but ten, you know. Oh, uh, actually, actually. Yeah. No. It, I think they shot about 40% of it before Frankenheimer. I don't there. think, I don't, I want to know how much, the documentary I want to see that they didn't touch on in, of uh, uh, Lost Souls is how yeah. much of the finished version was John Frankenheimer, how much is Richard Stanley? I think it's about a 30 70 split. I think it's 90 10. Maybe. John Frankenheimer to Richard Stanley. But then again, you got to remember, I think they were shooting before Frankenheimer got there. They were. With a lot another, of that just with another like director. A heavy, like a heavy metal video with a lot of fucking extras. So I wouldn't yeah. doubt it if, if that was the case. If Frankenheimer came in like four weeks into the shoot and they had, they had to shoot something before he got there. Yeah. So I, I will say this, though. Kind of like The Room. Once you watch the the documentary on the making of these things, makes the movie more entertaining to watch. And also, you got arbitration because when, uh, when you know how fucked up things were. Making well, sure, yeah, because yeah. there's guys that write on a movie script. They write maybe twenty percent of it. They still get credit, whereas the guy that rewrote eighty percent gets no credit. Like, so there's that. A so. lot of people like to jump up and down about how much they love the room. I don't enjoy watching that one fucking bit. Uh, you gotta you watch know, it live with you know, live with the crowd. You, you either have to do that, or you have to know the, the the thought process that went into making that fucking movie it makes it you appreciate it more. Hi, Mark. Yeah. All right, those are my plugs, Adam. Adam at RaidersLostFlicks.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Raiders underscore OTLF. Frank. Um, RedDragonsRadio.com and LIW Studios or LoiteringWonderland.com. Dick. Sure. Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah. Richard. A- Amazon, no. the Monster Monroe, Richard Pierce, P-I-R-E-S. Another night, Richard Pierce, Amazon. Go get it. Thank you. Go get them, fuckers. Um, yeah, um, that's it. Dark Star next week. And whatever the fuck Adam chose on the anthology show, I forgot what it was already. Uh, uh, Cra- uh, craft uh, Theater. Yeah, craft, craft theater. theater. I'll find. I'll find one. I'll look around. Well, I'll send you what I have here in a second. But okay. uh, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. Brian Links. Rich Dick Ticket. So <laughs> forgot my name. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that? I'm John Carpenter. <laughs> I'm John Stockwell. 
I got you, Cunningham. Cuntingham. Cuntingham. I'm Keith Gordon, so fuck you.